thank you, Father, for this opportunity to minister from your pulpit. I take it not likely because this place is your strength, your leadership, your authority. And for me to stand in your strength and your leadership and authority means that I'm honored. And I thank you for the privilege of ministering here. Amen. This morning I have some few questions that I want to ask all of us. Conferences like this are such that it goes with questions. You probably will ask yourself some few questions. Questions like, where do I expect to be in the next five years or ten years? Because where you are right now, you have to progress. You cannot be like this for the next 10, 20 years. There's got to be a change in your life. There's got to be some transformation in your life. There's got to be some progression in your life. So life changes conference means that your life must change. Is somebody with me? Basically means that your life must change. And if you sit under such an anointing, with your life still remaining the same, then I don't think the topic there, Life Changes Conference, is the topic for the conference. But so long as it is Life Changes Conference, your life must change. Amen. Am I blessing somebody this morning? Am I lifting somebody up this morning? This morning I want to ask a question that who are you? Who are you? The answer will probably be further to that I will say are you a chicken or are you an eagle? Amen. And I believe that at the end of the convention, the chickens amongst us will be eagles. So that you can fly high 30,000 feet above sea level so that you can do the things that God expects you to do. Amen. Some few questions that I want to ask you this morning. What do you want God to do for you or to change in your life? What are some of the things that are holding you back that is causing you not to progress and to move forward? What are your expectations in life? Every individual person must have an expectation in life. I have an expectation in life. And my expectation is such that in the next five years, I should be here. In the next ten years, I should be here. Pastor, there comes a life, a time in the life of every human being where you sit down and you analyze your life. Just like an individual who has a house. You sit down and you say, how much money goes into my mortgage, my petrol, my children's education, this, my tithe. You sit down and you analyze everything. And as you analyze, that is where you can become an effective person by functioning well. Because if you can analyze your life, then there is a problem somewhere. Amen. So what are your expectations in life? What are your goals in life? You must have a goal. But even though you expect to have a goal, goals are such that we work towards it. But within your goals set up, there are times that you become frustrated anyway. 
There are times that things won't go well with you. But that is not the time for you to quit. Is somebody with me? That is not the time for you to give up. When things change, you have to change for things to become better. Amen. We are all setting up this convention on a very powerful note. And I believe that your life will not be the same. Amen. Positive, powerful confession. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 says that, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope. The word hope there means an assurance. And where do we find assurance? We find assurance in the best book, and that is the Bible. So even though we hope against hope, we believe that one day, once God has said it, he will bring you to an expected end. Isn't it surprising that God is not talking about your start, but he's more concerned about what your ending. Recently, I sat down and I was looking at documentary as to how they film and I realized that they start the movie every movie from the end before they come to the start because the end is the most important place that catches your attention for you to know that hey is that what this movie is about and so God is more aware of your ending than your stats. And look at what he told Jeremiah. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and what? A future. So hope and a future is not the start. Hope and future is what? The end. Is somebody with me today? So your ending is the most important thing. That is why we have Life Changes Conference. So that at the end of the day, when you sit back, you can analyze and say that, ah, I attended this conference, and at the end of the day, my life has not been the same. Conferences like this are such that they build you up and they lift you up. They orchestrate things around your life. So that you can become a better person. You cannot be the same after the end of this convention. You must confess positive things into your life. Iron sharpens iron. So a friend sharpens a friend. So when you lose a friend who don't speak well into your life, don't cry. Amen. When you lose a friend who don't speak positive things into your life, don't cry. Because life is said that God brings people your way for just a week. And that week they will speak into your life and they are gone. Some people will be one year. They will speak into your life and they are gone. So when you lose people who don't factor things into your life, you don't have to cry. Because there is a specific time for everything. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. Come along with me this morning as we make this prophetic confession. I am a life changer. I am a generational changer. I am a pathfinder. Where I go, people go. I am a role model. I am a way maker. I am a course changer. I am a leader. I am a motivator. I am the head above and not beneath. I am a mentor. I am a navigator. I am a distinct person. I am a life coach. I am a unique person. I am the holder of generational success. Shout hallelujah somebody and give God the praise this morning. Church conferences like this means that your perception and understanding must change. If your perception and understanding don't change after attending conferences like this, then there is something somewhere. Your mindset must change. Your attitude towards your future must change. Everything around you must change for the better. Because, Pastor, you can't do the same old things that you used to do and expect new results. It can't happen. The I cannot do it in your life must end. I can't do it. I'm afraid of taking the bold step. I'm afraid I will fail. You have to stop all those language. I have come to realize that failure is the best teacher. Amen. Failure is the best teacher because when you fail, you learn something from your failure. And I feel like telling somebody this morning that wherever you fail, don't make that place your final destination. Amen. Don't make that place your final destination because God has plans and purpose for your life. That is why Jeremiah 29 is telling you, 27, 11, telling you that I have plans for you. So when you fall, wake up, shake the dust off yourself and begin to go again. Because where you fail is not your resting place. It is not your final destination. Conferences like this are said that your understanding and perception of life must change for the better. Your focus must change. Your view and thinking pattern must change for the better. And you have to empower yourself with, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I know I can do it. That, is, that should be your language from today. You will fall anyway. The falls will come. But don't stay in that fall. Yes. Strong quotes. I want you to write it down if you have the opportunity to. Every successful achievement that you see in life today 
started as a result of a small conception of knowledge and initiative. Every successful achievement that you see today in life started as a result of a small conception in the mind of knowledge and initiative. So the small conception that comes into your life, the small ideas that come into your life, the small thinking that comes into your life, you must allow that small thinking to have impact on you. And when that thing has impact on you, it will change your life for your life to become better. Every powerful person or every powerful ministry that you see started as a result of just a little conception. I can't say that this church came into existence from heaven and fell here and you all came inside. No. Is somebody with me? Did this church drop from heaven to this place? You worked towards it. You worked hard towards it. The focus was there. The leader was leading you. And that is what it is like. If you want to become successful in life, you must as well change the strategy by which you live. As small as your humble beginning might be, Never allow disappointment and discouragement to master your quest to be great and successful in life. No matter how small your beginnings will be. When I started ministry with my wife and my two girls in Oklahoma, we fought the battle. There were times when it had snow, but I was holding these two small instruments and the microphone. Sometimes I fell in the snow. I would hit my head against the ground. Thank God that I didn't even have brain something. But yet still, I would wake up, get up, shake, clean the snow off myself, and begin to go again. And I saw these little two girls behind me, my two children, say, Dad, it will be well one day. They were a source of encouragement to me. I never gave up. Why? Because I was looking at my humble beginnings. Today, we are thankful to God. Pastor, that God is still blessing the ministry. God is still turning lives around. The ministry that was given birth to years ago have given birth to seven more churches in Oklahoma. But we are still going strong. And we love the people. Why? Because we didn't neglect our humble beginnings. Your humble beginnings might probably be small. But at the end of the day, it will tell big on you. Is somebody with me today? Your life has to change as an individual. There are some things that I will tell you. It's been with me. I'm I'm running with it. A man of integrity. A man of my own words. Things that nobody can change my mind from. My conception. It's kind of said that you cannot change my conception when it is good. 
This morning I feel like telling somebody that what you are today is a gift of God to yourself. What you are today is a gift of God to yourself. And what you make of yourself today is a gift to yourself and to your generation. Amen? What you are today is a gift of God to yourself. And what you make of yourself right now, the decision you take, is a gift to yourself and to your generation. Basically what I'm saying is that your generation, they are counting very well on you. And for that matter, you cannot fail them. So, here you come to Life Changes Conference. And after this conference, you've got to sit back and analyze and say that, Ah, yesterday I made this mistake. I'm not supposed to make that mistake anymore. Because a generation is counting on you. Hallelujah, somebody today. Let me go back and read that statement again, just for free. Say, what you are today is a gift of God to yourself. And what you make of yourself today is a gift to yourself and to your generation. Basically, what I'm saying is that Almighty God has placed something unique in you that no one knows except God himself. Nobody knows it. And so you are a unique person. You are a special created person said that even if you were a twins, your twin brother cannot have your DNA. Is somebody with me? What are some of the challenges that you go through in life? There comes a time in the life of every human being where you are faced with issues, faced with challenges, but in these challenges, there are uh, solutions to it. Somebody dug a hole. After digging the hole, pastor, he put this smart goat in it. Goats are so smart than sheep. You, you know that, right? You don't know that. That's why the Bible says that the people of the world, they are smarter than the children of light. Goat relates to the world and sheep, the church. You understand me? So they are smarter. So the goats are smart. They can outwit you. So this person dug a hole, put this goat in it, Thought he was going to bury the goat. Every time he sand back into the, 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 the hole, the goat would shake himself. Little did he realize that the goat was building a good foundation with the stone, with the sand that he was even throwing in. So at the end of the day, he looked at the goat and did not understand why, for some reason, he kept the goat there. And after all this sand, the goat is up again. And the goat said, you know what? All this that you were doing, I was using the same sand as a foundation in coming up. This morning, I'd like to tell somebody that the challenges that you go through, 
The accusations that your friends throw at you, the people who talk back about you, they are everything that they say about you. There are issues that you can stand on in order for you to become a better person. You ask God that God give me a good friend and God gave you what a bad friend. You said, God, why? The bad friend God gave to you was to take the horrible things out of your life so that you can become a better person. Conferences like this are said that you are the only person who can stop yourself from becoming successful. You are the only person. Nobody can stop you from becoming successful. You are the only person who can press your brake in your car for the car to stop. So if you press the brake, the car will not go anymore. So you are the only person who can stop yourself from becoming successful. And if you don't stop yourself from becoming successful, then Life Changes Conference is the best conference for you. Because at the end of the day, if you can take a decision today and change your life, it will better your children, your grandchildren, to the fourth and fifth generation. And they will become better. So Life Changes Conference has been planned such that you will become a better person in the future. It is not just an ordinary conference. People are depending on you. Your focus and your mount and your momentum today is a motivational drive that can carry you into the future. Pastor, we have gone through the challenges the hurdles, problems in life. Myself and We've gone through a lot, but in all, we haven't given up. Where we thought we could get help from, help wasn't coming. The people that we thought we could trust disappointed us. Some were not loyal to us. Amen. Loyalty is not to a man, but the cause for which the person stands. Loyalty is not to any man. If I'm loyal to this person, good friend of mine, I will not come back by a building next year, a plot near, build another church there when I'm loyal to this person. It makes me a disloyal friend. So loyalty is not to a man, but the cause for which the person stands. So if this man stands for a cause that I also like, I've got to help this man for this man to become successful. Your momentum must be high in order for you to become successful. When the airplane takes off from the airport, people just sit back and analyze and navigate and enjoy the ride. But they don't know the problems that the pilot faces. Because the pilot carries almost about 360 to 400 people. And their lifestyle, their life is in his hands. And that is what life is about. The pilot will have to navigate through the tough and turbulent weather. Sometimes, some of the turbulence that you go through, trust me, it is not easy. You will hold 
the next person to you like this. That is where you realize when there is an atheist sitting by you, the atheist will shout, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. But the person don't believe in God, don't believe in Jesus anyway. So that's how the turbulence is like. Church, in a life of living, we go through turbulence. We go through challenges. But let me tell you somebody this morning that our God is faithful. Our God is awesome. Our God is mighty. Our God will carry us through because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever will he mean. Has he said it and will he not do it? Hallelujah, somebody this morning. Hallelujah, somebody this morning. Has he said it and will he not do it? I'm praying that at the end of this convention, we will have eagles in the house, pastor. No more chickens in the house. No more people who will tell you, Pastor, a mosquito gave me a bite yesterday. Nobody, no more would people tell you that, Pastor, I saw a small worm here and I'm afraid to go by that place anymore. We have to raise eagles in the house. Eagles are such that they fight their prey. I've seen an eagle grab a whole goat into the atmosphere. seen an eagle grab a snake into the atmosphere. The place of a snake is the ground. And so in order for the eagle to catch and to enjoy the snake, you've got to carry the snake into the atmospherics. And when you take the snake up there, it paralyzes. It can't do anything. Because that is not the domain place for the snake. As a leader, as a member of the congregation and as a Christian, your territory is not this place. It's in the realms of the spirit. We wage war in the realms of the spirit, not on the ground. I pray today that the Lord will change lives here today. That the Lord will move all of us forward. That there will be eagles in the house. Eagles are such that they don't give up on their prey. They can see two miles afar. They can grab the even heaviest animal and send it into the atmospheric. One day, a farmer who had a farm went to his farm one day and saw different kinds of eggs mixed together. He brought the eggs home. When he brought the eggs home, put it in an incubator. It hatched. After hatching, he realized that some of these birds, they have characteristics. Some are wild. Some are not wild. So as they grew, he realized that, no, this bird is a bird and a chicken. But this person is a turkey. And this is an eagle. Three categories of people. And it sums up three categories of people in the church. The chicken, the turkeys, and the eagles in the church. One day, when they grew up, 
the ego realized that, no, 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 no. I don't belong here. So this is not my domain. This is not my territory. So one day the ego flew and went somewhere and came back and landed. When it landed, the turkey said, where did you go? And the eagle said, is it your concern? He had gone into the atmospheric. Watch the neighborhood where he's supposed to be. He went again. When he came back, the turkey was smart. He said, how? Where did you go? He said, I flew somewhere. The turkey said, no, you don't know how to fly. He said, I flew. You saw me, went. And why are you saying I did not fly? You see? Does it sound like somebody who has a friend? But the friend don't see the good things that you do. So here comes the turkey. Flew again. Went back and landed. When he landed, everybody was afraid. Sorry. The eagle went. When it landed, everybody was afraid. The turkey looked at him and said, You did not fly. I didn't see you fly. The eagle said, I flew. For a couple of times, there was a problem between the eagle and the turkey. So the eagle flew one day, never could come back anymore because that wasn't the place of his domain. He went and never came back again. Church, I am telling somebody this morning that at the end of this convention, you have to be an eagle and you have to fly high that the 3,000 feet above sea level because that is your domain place and not the ground here. The eagle went and never came back anymore. So the turkey was mesmerized. The supervisor of the group, he thought he was the supervisor. Didn't he realize that the eagle was the best in the system? Church, eagles never give up on their prey. Eagles fight no matter what happens. And at this convention, I'm expecting that at the end of the convention, you must put up the spirit of an eagle because the Bible likens the Christian as an eagle. Amen. That is why I want to tell somebody this morning that the place of your fall is not your resting place. Never make that place your final destination. Your time of test determines your time of test determines your ability to become successful. There are people who don't like to go through tests. The test of time proves that you are a matured person. What substance are you made of? What substance are you made of? Substance of eagle? Substance of chicken? Substance of broiler? Substance of turkey or what? Don't write yourself off. Amen? Never write yourself off even though you go through challenges. Myself and my wife, we've been through a lot of challenges in ministry. People have disrespected us. Somebody said, ah, as for you, when we've all come to the United States, in Oklahoma, enjoying life, going to dance and parties and discos, you say church. I said, well, thank you very much. I'll take church. You go to your discos anyway. I don't know who that person was, but he called me on my phone, insulted me very well, banged the phone. I said, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Today in Oklahoma, 
There is a cause. No more discourse there. You hardly can count on parties that people go, except maybe outdoors and funerals. When you talk about big time parties and discos, people have stopped. Why? Because a role model is in the system. And if you are a role model, then your surroundings and your atmosphere and your area must change for the better. Amen? Life Changes Conference must change your life from this year. Your life must change. Your perception must change. Your understanding must change. The way you do things must change. Because Almighty God is about to do something great in you and in your life. Basically what I'm telling the whole church is that the accusation you face in life must strengthen you to become a better person. The challenges that you encounter must bring you more closer to God. The setback you go through in life must teach you a lesson. Mama, we have gone through it. We have gone through terrible times, myself and my wife. But we have never given up on God. The little things that God gives us, we hold on to that. We polish it and we make it a good one. Just quite recently, myself and my wife, especially to me, I was very well frustrated. I was frustrated. I said, God, I need a bigger church. I need a bigger auditorium. A big auditorium so I can do what I think I can do for the Lord. Pastor, I decided I was going to buy a big warehouse and turn it into a church. But it wasn't the plans and purposes for God. And whilst I was looking at finding a building, the Holy Spirit told me, go to LookNet. So I went to LookNet. I was looking for buildings. But I went through, I was going through, I was going through, but I wasn't finding any building. And so God just told me that look on specialties. The Holy Spirit said, look on specialties. I said, what at all is special about specialties? I was very disobedient. But then I went. I looked on it. When I opened LookNet, Loop, L-O-O-P, net. L-O-O-P, loop. After opening that place, I saw two big mighty buildings. They were for sale, but there was no for sale sign in front of the building. And I said, but God, is it the reason why you said I should look at specialties? Church, you can never outwit the Holy Spirit. And so immediately I called the realtor. I said, man, it looks like this building is for sale. But you guys don't have for sale on it. Why? He said, why do you ask me why? If I had put for sale in front of it, it would have been bought long ago. It wouldn't have been yours. Church, that is how God works. Allow God to do what he wants to do in your life. And when he does it, he does it beautiful. And so I called this gentleman. I said, I want to have a look at the place. He said, sure. I said, yes. I said, tomorrow. And then I called my son. I said, son, go and have a look at this building. Go and see what it is like. Then he called the realtor. When he called the realtor, I said, I called the realtor. I'm heading towards that place. I went there. 
when I got there, my son Logan was there. The realtor was also there. He said, I'm showing the building to somebody, so you, your appointment is tomorrow. I said, no, 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 this is my son. He said, oh, really? I said, yes. So we went into the building. We went into the building. We were in just about three, 4,000 square feet building. But this building looks almost about 15,000 square feet building. Four solid buildings on a lot. And this is what God can do when you allow the Holy Spirit to do what he wants to do. There are people who allow the Holy Spirit to be behind him. But you've got to allow the Holy Spirit to be in front of you. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. I said, how much is the building? He said, how much was it? Almost initially he said 500 and something. We went back, went back and said, this is how much we want to pay. This and that and this and that. We got approved and everything. They said, now we want your, uh, your financial history. I gave it to them. They said this. We want this. We want this. We want this. But church, I'm saying this to give God the glory. Because when you give it to God to do it, he will do it well for you. Right. Amen. They said, now we finished with everything. But can you put a life insurance on yourself? So that in case you die, the life insurance can pay for that. He said, I put $400,000 life insurance. I said, if only it will progress the gospel, I will put $400,000 on myself. After everything was said and done, the bank said, you are to go over and you have to close the building and the building is yours. Church, this is a miracle. Telling somebody that when a man's way pleases the Lord, he causes things to come into place so that everything can become better for you. Am I talking to somebody today? Am I ministering to somebody today? Hallelujah, somebody today. I believe the Holy Spirit is preparing the whole church for a possible new move of the Spirit of God in the life of every congregation member here today. We all have to shed away some characters that we do have. Shed away characters that you have. Pick up the better ones. Just like the eagle. The eagle went and never came back again. I have 12 minutes more. I don't think I can finish this message today. Tomorrow is another day. I'll be continuing on this same message again. The eagle. The eagle is like a Christian. That Christian life is like the eagle. Eagles don't give in to their prey. No matter how big the eagle, the prey is, the eagle will catch you. No matter how powerful the devil thinks he is, the Christian can catch up the devil. And so your lifestyle must be like the eagle. Is somebody with me today? Eagles don't function in territories where it is not supposed to be. I take every prayer request into the realms of the spirit. And I see it happen. Why? Because almighty God is there. Is somebody with me today? Is somebody with me today? I have to bring the meeting to a close today. Tomorrow, 
I will be ministering. I will be continuing the lifestyle of the ego. That at the end of this convention, life changes convention, your life must change. To some of you, the moment you begin to change your lifestyle, the husband will come. To some, the moment you change your lifestyle, the woman must come. Because your lifestyle conforms to what God, the pattern that God has planned for you. You want to rise with me this afternoon? Life Changes Conference is supposed to change your life make you a better person make your marriage a better person make your education a better person make your lifestyle a better person life changes conference it's just like iron sharpens iron so a friend sharpens a friend the question this morning that i want to ask some of you is who sharpens you does the unbeliever sharpen you are you sharpen the unbeliever? Do the people of the world sharpen you? Or you conform to the things of the world? I have spoken to somebody today. I have ministered to somebody today. I have touched the lifestyle of somebody today. I don't know who it is. But I believe very well that Almighty God has spoken to somebody today. That your perception and understanding of life must change for the better. Life changes conference. You want to lift your hands this morning up. And I'd like to have the choir here and I want to do some few ministration here. Just about some few minutes. Minutes. I don't know what you are going through. I don't know your challenges and the setbacks that you are going through. But I feel like telling somebody that this is your time. Amen. This is your time. This is the appointed time that Almighty God has ordained for you to become somebody. Life Changes Conference. I have just some few minutes. The good thing about the Christian life is when you are transparent to yourself and you know that this is where you fall short of God's glory. And this is what you want Almighty God to do for you. You are here this morning. I don't know what you are going through. But maybe you are walking the Christian walk. It's like you are not going forward. When you move forward once, you come back three, four times. And you know it very well that things are not going well for you. I want you to come forward because life conference is saying that it will change. Nahindi dana betiso. Nahindi dana betiso. You wanna come? You wanna come? You wanna come? You want to come this morning? You want to come this morning? I don't know what you are going through this morning, but Almighty God wants to touch somebody today. The challenges you are going through. Things that are not working well for you. Don't 